following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Welcome into Main Street Preps this week with your hosts Russell Venosi and Tyler Palmatier as they cover sports all across the mid-state. Plenty to get into this week, reaction to the NFL draft, special guest, and more. Your headlines coming up next, but first, we take you to our hosts, Tyler Palmatier and Russell Venosi. Welcome back into another episode. I'm Russell, joined as always by Tyler, and we've got a fun show lined up today. Uh, the order of events for, for the festivities are going to be us talking about the top headlines across the region. We're going to catch up with recently hired Brentwood Academy boys basketball coach Andy Blackston. And we will wrap the show looking ahead, as journalists do, to some mid-state uh, uh, former prospect, well, football prospects that could wind up hearing their names in the NFL draft in the future. Uh, Tyler, you ready to get to it? Yep, let's do it. So speaking of the NFL draft, Tyler, that was one of the big headlines from this past week. Uh, several mid-state guys uh, got picked up in the draft or after the draft. And actually, uh, if you read the article last week on MainStreetPreps.com, all nine names mentioned there uh, ended up getting an NFL opportunity. So that worked out pretty well. But uh, the guys that were drafted include Alante Taylor to the Saints in the third round, Ty Chandler to the Vikings in the fifth round, Theo Jackson to the Titans in the sixth round. And then right after the draft, a bunch of guys were signed as undrafted free agents. TJ Carter went to the Rams. Obina Eze went to the Lions. Jordan Mason was scooped up by the 49ers. Javante Payton was signed by the Cardinals. Master Teague went to the Bears. And Jordan Wilson was invited to Bengals rookie minicamp. So it was a pretty nice haul there for these uh, 2022 NFL draft prospects from Nashville. Yeah, that's, I mean, really when you look at a, uh one draft class especially when uh i think all those guys were off the board or uh as undrafted free agents were russell did you say they were all scooped up by sunday by days in sunday oh yeah yeah most of these were yeah. done by saturday night it's pretty so good they were yeah i mean those guys are usually that usually means that that type of player is usually right on the cusp of getting in so you know some guys mm-hmm. have to wait some guys have to talk it out for four, three, four days um, into the next week, which yeah. is stressful. So I'm sure, you know, good for those guys that they didn't have to do it. But uh, those are, that's not a bad position to be in at all. Yeah, and then, like I said, only one of them is a tryout player, Jordan Wilson. So uh, definitely mm-hmm. a good haul there. And, uh, you know, speaking of news, we've got plenty of basketball coach movement. We, we You know, back in December and January, we kind of had the football coaching carousel. And we've got a little bit of that. Maybe to a lesser extent with basketball, Tyler. Can, can you update us on some of the names that have uh, that have been hired the last week or so? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I guess the one that maybe surprises the most, the opening we didn't think that we were going to have this year was at Brentwood Academy Boys Basketball, and they've hired a Clarksville native and Lipscomb Academy, or I'm sorry, Lipscomb University product, uh, Andy Blackston. Uh, that, hire, that news came out last week, and, and that was – you know that was huge. Uh, we've had, uh, as of course, as we've talked about, we've had John John Pierce to, to the FRA boys uh, basketball position. Uh, that's that's some more movement. Um, it's just kind of it was just a big week for for all that to be happening, uh, just sort of out of the blue. Um, 
and it seems to always come on a Thursday. I don't know what the rhyme or reason is to that, but Thursday definitely does seem to be the day of choice for um, <laughs> for for when these these movements are happening. But um, it's that time of season. I don't think we're done. I bet what well, there'll be some. I bet there'll be one more hire that'll surprise us or departure between now and the end of spring play. Probably so. And a couple others here were, uh, of course, David Gallagher went to FRA last week. Uh, John, I think you said FRA a minute ago for John Pierce, but he, he's going from FRA to Nashville Christian. FRA, and, yeah. And then the Green Hill girls uh, picked up former good pasture coach Joseph Simmons. And lastly here, there was a big track meet that happened out in at Father Ryan last week, Tyler, and uh, there was some big news that came out of that. Yeah, Mincy Stiff uh, breaking the the discus state rec stood for you know, 38 years before her, uh, and then she broke her own shot put record later on in that evening. Um, that's that's pretty wild to do both in the same night, but that's kind of the uh, that's kind of the season that she's had. Uh, that's so good, an Ole Miss commit. Um, and the way she's improved is just wild. Uh, I think she's she's really built for big things and and this is somebody who talks about the olympics uh, already and i you know the way she progresses i that wouldn't surprise me uh the the record that stood before not only stood for a long time but was set by an eventual ncaa champion so it's uh yeah it's def- that was a big night for her yeah it's impressive and if you want to read more about mincy stiff you can head on over to mainstreetpreps.com tyler has a great story from last week uh, including a link to a TikTok video in which she went viral. So you'll have to check that out. Um, but we're going to take a quick break and then come back with our coach interview with Brentwood Academy's Andy Blackston. all heard the saying that a little can go a long way. This is especially true during the Big Payback's 24-hour online giving event, helping support hundreds of local nonprofit organizations from 6 p.m. on May 4th through 6 p.m. May 5th. A gift of as little as $10 could be boosted by cash prizes and help to make a big difference in the life-changing work of local nonprofits. Learn more at thebigpayback.org. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Nobody covers high school sports quite like Main Street Preps, bringing you hyper-local coverage of the teams and athletes in your backyard. Whether the Sumner County Sports Podcast with Zach Womble, Casey's Take on Sports with Dixon Post and Cheatham County Exchange Sports Reporter Casey Patrick, the MSP North Podcast with Brady McAtamney and Blaine Keller, they cover Montgomery and Robertson Counties, to this one right here, Main Street Preps this week with Russell Venosi and Tyler Palmatier with a macro view of prep sports in Middle Tennessee. 
Find the latest sports news from your Main Street at MainStreetPreps.com and find these podcasts dropping weekly on these Main Street media social platforms and wherever you get your podcast. Now, back to the host of the show, Main Street Preps this week, Russell Venozzi and Tyler Palmatier. All righty, it's time to welcome in Brentwood, newly minted Brentwood Academy coach, Andy Blackston. Andy, how are you this morning? Hey, doing great, guys. How are y'all doing? Doing well. Thanks for thanks for joining us here, Andy. And, uh, of course, your move to Brentwood Academy became official last week. What excites you about that opportunity to come home to Nashville and, and to coach such a storied program? Yeah, hey, lots of excites me about um, moving to BA. And the first one is, you know, uh, me and my wife, just, you know, we're, we're believers in, in Jesus and you know, we're just always kind of asking him to open doors, shut doors, and, and lead us where we need to go because, you know, we don't have much time on this earth. And so um, in comparison to, to eternity, so the first thing I would say is just um, I, we felt like the Lord was calling us there and uh, just trying to be obedient to him. And um, so that that's the first thing. And then, you know, you start to, to look into that situation and, you know, hey, I'm really a Middle Tennessee guy. I grew up in Columbia, uh, lived in Clarksville, played for Don Meyer for five years in Nashville, um, went back to, to Austin Peay for a graduate year with Dave Luce. And, you know, so I, I really, you know, was in, in Middle Tennessee uh, the first 22 years, 23 years of my life. And, um, you know, it wasn't until a job opened up down here in Huntsville that I was able to come down and. And then I went back to Austin Peay. So I, I know about Brentwood Academy, um, you know, from the outside and just how much I respect BA. And, um, you know, I think the thing that attracted me probably to BA the most was their Christian mission. And because, uh, you know, I, I want to be a, uh, a Christian who happens to coach, not a coach who happens to be a Christian. And so just to see their mission and their vision, for that school impacting lives for eternity. And then I love to, you know, I love to try to do that through basketball and just to see, um, you know, their tradition in all their sports, uh, but especially in basketball, eight state championships and three McDonald's all American and just, you know, came up there and played with my team uh, two years ago, Madison Academy, just, just looking around and seeing all that. It's, 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 a, it's an appealing job. Hey Andy, I know I know this area is special to you, but uh, you you kind of ended up turning out a legendary career with Madison Academy uh, in Alabama. Was it hard to leave? Yeah, it's it's really bittersweet. Um, you know, I've been here sixteen years, and um, have to the best of my ability. I've you know, I try. I've always wanted to be more than a coach, I guess, because uh, you know, coaches get stereotyped and. Um, so when I came in here and I, and I started, you know, just making interesting decisions, trying to be more than a coach, try to connect to the vision of the school, the mission of the school, the Christian mission, uh, and then still being able to, to have successful basketball teams um, and then connect with not only my players, but my students across, across the school. So eventually I grew into, a, you know, the director of spiritual formation here the last five years and. Um, you know, I created a student spiritual formation team. And so, you know, hey, I, I'm definitely a basketball coach, but 
I, I kind of try to see a bigger picture than just basketball. And um, that, that's, that's kind of just my personal mission and vision. And, and it, I think it really lined up with kind of what they were looking for. Andy, you've detailed kind of how much you, you moved around there early in your career, as, as most coaches do, and, and kind of how you saw different different levels of basketball, including as the women's head coach at Austin P and uh, the University of Alabama and Huntsville. Is there something about this kind of high-level private school hoop scene that, that made you want to stick at that level for, for as long as you have? Yeah, absolutely. And um, so I've seen – I've seen pretty much every level except for Division Three and JUCO. But I, you know, I've coached at the D two level. I've coached at the Division One level as a head coach. Um, I've coached at the at the high school level. And I would just say, um, you know, and I've tried to always take my teams to Nashville, to Lipscomb, to Belmont. Um, you know, I had uh, Mr. Basketball here was Karan Johnson, and he came up and played at Belmont. And so we would always go up to Belmont, and you know played Innsworth. I, I just told, I told, you know, Casey and Alexander just, Hey, give us the best. And cause you know, I just, I wanted to play the best and to see where we were. And um, so, yeah. And you know, the natural, I, I've actually been watching uh, BA's tournament game the last couple of days and man, what, what a great, great level of private school basketball uh, from the coaching to the talent, um, it's, it's really, really good and really high level. And so, um, you know, as a competitor, I want to get into that and see, see what we can do inside of that. Andy, when, when you look back in terms of basketball, what were the most important lessons you took from Don Meyer at Lipscomb? Oh, I don't know. You got two hours. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. we, we would need a we would need a long long hey, we'll give you 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> i'll try to condense it man uh coach meyer uh was what i call a butt kicker man and so uh he he gave me so many things you know um just being his point guard automatically you know puts you on a whole nother level of responsibility and expectation in his mind um he, he had so many coaches clinics of coaches all around the nation and, and definitely middle Tennessee. And he would, you know, if he knew you wanted to, to be a coach, if I give you an example, this is a great story. My, my freshman year as a redshirt freshman, he redshirted everyone. And so we had a little Christmas break and there was a, there was a, a several days. And so um, he, he knew the guys that wanted to coach. So we all loaded up and, you know, we drove to Knoxville, Tennessee and watched Pat Summit. He was really good friends with Pat Summit. And then we drove all night. And, um, we got to watch North Carolina practice the next day at 10. And then, then he got us into a Duke practice to watch Coach K. And um, so he would do stuff like that. Now, he was hard. He would push you. Um, you know, he was a farmer from Nebraska. And he translated that into basketball. And uh, but man, what what great memories! Working camp, he had the largest camp in the nation, really back then, and just the whole basketball experience there was really life changing for my professional career. And so I felt like I came out of there. Now, you know, one of the most fortunate things for me is is to get out, you know, get out of that and as a coach maybe, and you know, go and pay attention to different programs and how other people do it. And, I felt like I was able to do that uh, through Coach Luce 
you know, I GA for Coach Luce a long time, kind of legendary coach at, at Austin P. And then, um, you know, I learned a lot from Lenny Acuff, who's the current uh, Lipscomb coach. And so I got to be with Lenny for two years at UAH from Austin P. So just, just to be able to see different ways and, and realize there's a lot of different ways to win. And so sometimes the folks that, that come out of, out of, under the tutelage of like a Don Meyer, Bobby Knight, or different people like that, you know, they, they, they are so committed to that one way, but you get out there and it's a big world and there's different ways, but there's principles that Coach Meyer taught me. And, and the number one thing is discipline and organization. And that, that'll take you a long way. Yeah, it's amazing to see the influence that Don Meyer still has on, on basketball in the Nashville and really the whole southeastern area, uh, just from all those camps and how many how many lives and coaches he touched. Um, but to, looking back at Brentwood Academy here, Andy, uh, of course, they won yeah. the four straight state championships from uh, 2015 to 2018, eight state titles overall. Uh, it's not a place that likes to settle for a whole lot less because they're just they're in the mix every year there to win it all. Um, is that a challenge that you're looking forward to? Yeah, it's definitely a challenge. Um, and, you know, you want to have high expectations and high goals. And obviously that's a place that's used to winning. Uh, you know, that the 2003 to 2006 had, had a, a McDonald's All-American Brandon Wright. And uh, then the last, the last four, you know, had Darius Garland. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a great place. You want to be in a place that expect expectations. And, you know, I think one of the things, and, and I told the folks at, at, at BA that, that one of the things that really, you know, scared me was uh, at first about the job as I was trying to decide, do I, do I really want to go here, is, you know, they had a really, really good year. And, you know, they're making they're making a change here and, and deciding to go a different direction with this program. And, so the, you know, the more the more that you get into that situation, I, I do think that um, they're about more than winning. Uh, they're about changing lives and, and transforming lives of their students. And um, so that that's something that really, really appeals to me. And that's why you coach. I mean, I. Of course, I want to win championships. I've won, you know, I've won my share of championships, and it's 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 awesome. It's fun. It creates a lot of memories. But um, you know, at at some point, you 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 want to make a difference in the people's lives that you're coaching and you're around, you work with, you know, an eternal difference. Uh, because you know, our lives here are but a vapor, and so we've got to invest wisely in in how we how we go about what we're doing. Yeah. Andy, uh, kind of speaking to what BA has done, they've, they've taken two really good teams uh, to the state finals back-to-back years and have left without a gold ball, which I think kind of speaks to not, I don't think speaks to anything that that program's done. I think it's just winning championships. Like winning the ultimate championship is very difficult. What's the hardest thing about winning a championship? You've won five of them. Yeah, I won five at the high school level, and I, you know, we won an OVC championship at Austin P. And I, I, I just think it's really hard, um, you know, because the best the team with the best players doesn't always win, and uh, the team with the worst players doesn't always lose. And so, what matters is you're you're better than that team on that night, and and then there's the human the human factor, you know, like uh, kind of there's just a lot that goes in. You got to stay healthy and um, you know, but I know this, 
uh, at the end of the day, you have to have some really, really good players that are not only talented, they're skilled, they're disciplined. And probably the most important thing is there's not a moment that's really bigger. Um, you know, when I had, you know, I, I was fortunate to, to coach Joshua Langford, who played at, at Michigan State. He was a McDonald's All-American. I was fortunate enough to coach Karan Johnson, who ended up being all OVC point guard for Belmont. And, um, you know, when you're around players that are competitively great, uh, what you kind of see is like, wow, there's not really a moment that's too big for those guys. And I think that's the important thing because it spreads to the rest of the players and they can kind of, you know, relax and play their game. And so, yeah, but hey, we're, we're going to go after it and see what happens. Well, there's certainly no short supply of great players there at Brentwood Academy, Andy. So it looks like you've landed in a good spot, and we really appreciate your time today. We enjoyed getting to know you a little bit. Hey, thanks for having me on the show. And, um, you know, I, I, uh, I'm I, excited. You know, me and my wife met at Lipscomb, and um, so we know we know the area very well up there. So it's not, it's not like we're going to um, some foreign land, you know. So we're, we're coming home in a sense. And uh, so we're going to we're going to give it our best shot. Always great to come home. That has been new Brentwood Academy boys basketball coach Andy Blackson. And we are going to be back with more after this. We've all heard the saying that a little can go a long way. This is especially true during the Big Payback's 24-hour online giving event, helping support hundreds of local nonprofit organizations from 6 p.m. on May 4th through 6 p.m. May 5th. A gift of as little as $10 could be boosted by cash prizes and help to make a big difference in the life-changing work of local nonprofits. Learn more at thebigpayback.org. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Tune in weekdays at 2 p.m. Central for Main Street Sports Today with Chris Moe and JP as we talk about uh, all things from preps to pros that relate to the Mid-State and beyond. On this Wednesday, it's our weekly visit with Heather Williams, WCYB-TV out of Bristol, talking a little NASCAR, plus the rundown of all the high school sports in the Mid-State, the scores from yesterday, the schedule for today. It's all on Main Street Sports Today, weekdays, live at 2 p.m., right here on all of these Main Street media outlets. Back to Main Street Preps this week, your hosts, Russell and Tyler. 
as any good journalist does, Tyler, we've got to look ahead to the future here. Uh, with the NFL draft already in the books, the 2022 NFL draft, uh, as a draft junkie, I always like to look ahead and kind of see you know, who could be next. And so looking at the Nashville connections, uh, there's plenty of guys right now in college football that are already producing that could very well be drafted next year or maybe the, the year after that. And I know uh, a couple of them are from a program that you follow closely in Oklahoma. I mean, when I when I used to cover OU, it was a it was a total offensive machine. Um, and I, I do remember there's a lot to follow in recruiting, but uh I remember following along as you know, you're talking about guys like Key Lawrence. Um uh but why is why is escaping me here? Uh Reggie uh, Grimes, Woody Washington. <clears throat> there's been several. Yeah, Reggie Grimes, Woody Washington, um those those guys uh, have kind of weathered the storm of what happened at Oklahoma with Lincoln Riley leaving, but I don't think it's a it's a very you know it's not a bad thing. I, the staff overhaul with uh, Brent Venables now it's um, it's a kind of a lot of defensive heads. I mean they're still probably going to be good on offense, but the the staff the defensive minds on staff I think you would probably most people would tell you development and. and I don't know, just overall, maybe experience. Uh, this is a better defensive staff now. That's going to benefit guys like Woody Washington, like Reggie Grimes, like Key Lawrence. Um, you could even, you know, so I, I think that those three are going to, could get their shot. I mean, they're, they're in the right place, right? I mean, they're in a place that does crank out and have all the facilities and are able to turn, kind of turn people into NFL players. So uh, th- those are three that kind of, stood out to you and I as we were going through this, but I know there are, there are several more. Yeah. And imagining Oklahoma with a good defense paired with that offense is, is, is pretty uh, exciting to think about, but you're right. There are some other guys that are uh, at other schools that are already producing. I think, uh, you know, this year's freshman class. Um, and I believe all these guys were true freshmen too. Uh, really stood out. A.D. <clears throat> Mitchell, of course, the Georgia wide receiver. He caught the go ahead touchdown in the national championship game. Doesn't get much bigger than that. Uh, he had a great season when some of their uh, some of their guys went down. I believe George Pickens was out for quite a while um, at the receiver position, and Mitchell stepped up and became a key contributor right away. So uh, I think whenever you do that as a freshman, you're already getting on that NFL radar. And another guy that that kind of did the same thing was Junior Colson, uh, Ravenwood uh, line former Ravenwood linebacker now at Michigan. He was named to the freshman All America team. About at least a few different outlets there. So uh, a great season for him starting right there in, in the middle um, for Michigan. Um, I should mention, I don't I don't think I mentioned this, Tyler. A.D. Mitchell uh, spent one season at Cane Ridge as a senior and then took like a, a gap year or a gray shirt year and then ended up at Georgia. Uh, so I think he's a year older than Colson. And then also Jake Burningstool, another former Ravenwood product, uh, went to Clemson, saw the field a little bit, caught a tight end, uh, caught a touchdown as a tight end, and uh, – the reports in spring practice are that he's going to potentially take on a bigger role this year. So, you know, with that frame that he's got and, and coming from Clemson uh, in the powerhouse that they've been recently, you got to like, you got to like those odds uh, to potentially get an NFL look in the future. And then, uh, you know, those are some of the guys that have produced, but then when you look at these um, 2022 and 2023 classes from the Nashville area, I mean, there's just tons of names that, that very well could pan out. We haven't seen them in college yet, but very well could, um, and, you know, from the senior class this year, Jordan James going to Oregon at running back. Uh, Got to think we'll hear from him at some point in time. Uh, 
Taylor Groves, East Robertson going to Ole Miss. And we just saw with Alante Taylor going to the Saints that these versatile defensive backs, which is what Taylor is going to be, um, you can you can really carve out a career and, and a pretty good draft capital there if, if you play well in the SEC. So uh, that's a name to keep an eye on. Of course, the Wade twins uh, at Summit, uh, Keaton and Destin Wade uh, going to Kentucky. They already kind of look like NFL players at the high school level uh, this past year. So um, yeah, I was thinking about them earlier. They just kind of need to stay the course. They, yeah. they're almost like the early bloomers. They were so big. Uh, you know, you're just, they, they look so ready for college, but uh, I guess when you're that large like them, I guess they just need to keep working, but I think they're kind of gym rats anyways. But um and I, for those listening, we are sort of just throwing shots in the dark here for the high school and uh, the incoming college guys to the NFL. We're Russell, I, you know. Oh yeah, we're sure looking I way a couple, ahead. Here. I can make a couple guesses, but um, yeah. it's pretty tough. But these are sort of, uh, I don't know, maybe our best guesses. But having said that, if I had to have one great guess, I'd I would put the Wades in there. If guys we covered this year who could go, that would be my guess. I mean, I, they were they were that impressive, but. Uh, gotta gotta keep working gotta keep building it's not an easy oh, yeah. league to get into but you're right if they just stay on that forward path they they should have tons of success there at kentucky and, and one other name on the way out is isaiah horton receiver from oakland going to miami mm-hmm. that's a place that's produced a lot of receivers and of course we just saw this this past class a couple of receivers got picked up so uh, certainly a position of of premium in the nfl uh, but that's looking way down the road. So we'll see how these guys do. And uh, we'll certainly keep you updated anytime players sign or, or get signed anywhere. So uh, be sure to visit MainStreetPreps.com for all that. And, of course, all the latest news on spring sports playoffs and everything else. So we'll see you back here next time on Main Street Preps this week. This has been Main Street Preps this week with a macro view of prep sports all across the mid-state with your hosts, Russell Bonozzi and Tyler Palmatier. Visit MainStreetPreps.com for the latest news and information on preps in the mid-state and find them on Twitter at MainStreetPreps.com. Main Street Preps this week is a Main Street Media production.